Good evening and welcome to tonight's episode of The Crime Shop. The Dawn gets charged, racist gunman kills three in Jacksonville, local Hells Angels dance with the Colorado Organized Crime Control Act. Welcome to this weekend's edition of The Crime Shop. The Dawn gets charged, again. The world held its collective breath as news broke that Trump was apprehended for what some might call an ironic twist of fate. It appears that the very crimes he claimed that he would have kept others from committing did not prevent the legal system from knocking on his door for committing the same crimes. Multiple times, in fact. Reality TV star and a former joke of a U.S. president, Donald Trump, along with 18 people, were indicted in Georgia on charges that they participated in a wide-ranging illegal scheme to overturn the results of the 2020 election. They all turned themselves into jail in Atlanta before the deadline at 12 p.m. this past Friday. So no, there was no exciting police chase. As the legal proceedings unfolded, however, legal analysts debated whether Trump would tweet his way out of this one or if he'd embrace the art of the perp walk photo op. In the end, the man who had spent so much of his time on reality TV found himself the star of a new show. The Don gets charged and detained. Trump tried to look rather intimidating in his Friday mugshot, but the reality is that he looked like any other unhinged, angry redneck who could not land the Popeye's spicy chicken sandwich might. His posts on social media are eerily the same, seemingly from a deranged, unhinged redneck who does not understand two plus two. Racist gunman kills three in Jacksonville, all thanks to DeSantis' hateful words of encouragement. The shooter, who is described by police as a white man in his early 20s, first went to the campus of Edward Waters University, where he refused to identify himself to an on-campus security officer and was asked to leave. So he decided to turn his hate on a nearby store. The school has been typically known as a campus for African-American students, whilst the shooter was armed with an AR-15 and he clearly targeted black people. Now, here's a question. How many people can guess that he was probably on someone's list already, right? This always happens. He was on someone's list of derangement, the FBI, the local officials. Doesn't matter because they're ineffective, as we all well know. What makes this worse is that if it were not for the racist, hate-filled speech spewing from the mouth of Florida Governor Ron DeSantis, who wants to cancel black history, thus creating his own woke world, this might not have happened. Look, we have to be honest and realistic here. Ron DeSantis and others like him support the cancel culture as long as it cancels anything that is not male, straight or white. Hate spews hate and it also births violence against others. And in this case, it was against the African-American community. And the blame for that falls squarely at the feet of Ron DeSantis and his following. When will it be enough for individuals to wake up and put a stop to racism, bigotry, sexism, hate, men know better than we women, and intolerance towards anyone in particular? I will tell you when, 
when we stop trying to mix religion with politics and political views. We need to get rid of that superiority bullshit sense of being before we can ever start to eradicate hate in this country. Words matter, Ron DeSantis. Words matter, and your following and support are diminishing because you are in fact batshite crazy. Local Hell's Angels dance with the Colorado Organized Crime Control Act. Now I have to ask before we dive in here, has anyone been to a motorcycle club? I used to frequent some here in town many years ago when I was much younger promoting local musicians. And I have to say that I have never felt more safe with a bunch of drunk men than I did inside those clubs. They're just the nicest, most down to earth people. And that is truly, truly hands down the way it is in a motorcycle club. Now, I do not often venture onto social media much these days, other than TikTok after my accounts were hacked last year. But last week, I happened to find myself strolling through Facebook and ran across a post by a local member from a local motorcycle club. So let's go back in time just a few years here. The Denver District Attorney's Office back in November of 2019 said that they charged 13 people with violating the state's Organized Crime Act after local and federal authorities raided several businesses and homes in the metro area that were associated with motorcycle gangs, including our own local Hells Angels. Now, it's my understanding from reading this individual's post that one member was charged much later than the rest because the police almost killed him. No, he did not run. There had been no police chase or anything. In fact, they raided this man's home in the wee hours of the morning and didn't really give him a chance to get get to the door. They used what is known as a projectile that was meant to break the lock on his front door during this no-knock raid. What the bloody hell? No-knock raids kill people. In case I need to remind and everyone about Breonna Taylor. The homeowner and the Hells Angel was alerted to something going on outside and was headed to the front door to investigate when he almost lost his life. Apparently, he had been put in a coma. His family had no idea what hospital he had been taken to or what was going on, really. Now, skipping forward to that Facebook post I was reading, these members have had freedom stripped away from them before being actually convicted of anything. Charged, yes, but lacking a conviction. Namely, they are not allowed to associate, which is fine, but they are not allowed to go to places they own or be around others who are wearing a patch. More importantly, they are being prevented in some cases from operating their business properly. They are not allowed to attend rallies, travel out of state for conventions, which, by the way, makes some money for them. Some are artists, tattoo artists, I'm sure many of you know. So you almost kill someone, then cut him off at the knee and prevent him from making his actual living in such a way that he might only make a fraction of the income he would normally make. All in the name of racketeering. Basically, if you know your history here, these guys were charged as if they were mafia members. That is, after all, what the RICO and Colorado Organized Crime Act are for. Gangsters, huh? Old school mafia types? I am Sicilian, and these guys are these guys are far cry from the mafia, let me tell you. 
They do run a business, some of which is illegal, but not felony-worthy, not to this extent. Should they sell drugs? No, but if not them, someone else will. And we should legalize everything. We lost the war on drugs long ago. And go to some of the local RTD bus stops here in Denver. No Hells Angels are running the guns or drug sales through these RTD bus stations. I can tell you that right now. But the feds are going to focus on these motorcycle clubs. I think they call them gangs, but I think it's because they're a club. They're jealous of them. And the jealous at the public actually doesn't feel threatened by these motorcycle clubs, where the public in general feels threatened by law enforcement and the misuse of police and political powers. Should they be involved in the sale of illegal guns? Again, no, but for fuck's sake, hit Florida up. Still today, some white inbred redneck will walk up to a woman and after learning she isn't armed, he will try to sell her a weapon for protection because of the world we live in. Racketeering? Fuck right off of her. Politicians do it all the time. Getting kickbacks, taking money from special interest groups and lobbyists that push certain agendas, including large corporations who skip town on paying taxes. And, I mean, yeah, where look, Donald Trump, DeSantis, Marjorie Taylor Greene, Lauren, Lauren Boberit. We can turn our heads away from the polit... Poli- uh, I cannot speak. The politicians who break the law, but not a motorcycle club who serves a much greater purpose. 78 members of Congress have violated a law designed to prevent insider training and stop conflicts of interest. And what is going to happen to them? They will get a teeny, itty, bitty, tiny little fine that likely will not dent their precious bank accounts. And we're going balls to the wall after these small-time criminal motorcycle clubs? The state of Colorado and the Fed should be ashamed of themselves here. I doubt seriously that the guy selling drugs and guns, that these guys are selling drugs and guns out on RTD bus stops. Once you scoop the clubs up, it opens the door to more dangerous individuals, and it clearly shows the moves the government is taking. Hang out at some of the more illustrious RTD bus stops in Denver, and you will quickly learn that no motorcycle club runs that shite is a more dangerous crowd there. Hopefully, the local Hells Angels see very little to no time on the books, but if they do get charged and sentenced, I'd like to start seeing members of Congress, mayors, governors, and all politicians, for that matter, be sentenced for their racketeering through the guise of donations for insider trading, not to mention the hate speech that gets people killed. And that is all for this weekend of The Crime Shop. Thanks for tuning in.